Welcome to Season 8 of the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping coaches, teachers, and leaders of all types become their best through the use of quotes. I'm your host, Scott Rosberg. Each week, we'll discuss inspirational, impactful, and motivational quotes to help you become your best as you work to lead your teams to become their best. So make sure you've laced them up tight, you're focused on your target, and you're ready to dive in to today's great quotes for coaches. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. And today, we finish up the core covenants that I have been talking out about now for the past few weeks. Uh, I've been talking about my basketball team's core covenants that we came up with for this year's season. And uh, interestingly enough, this is um, probably our final week of the season. It's been a tough year for us in terms of our, uh, our record, but we keep battling, keep uh, working through and working to improve. Um, but, you know, the, our record has not uh, been very good, and so we've struggled uh, on that aspect. Um, and so with this may be our final week. Uh, if we have a couple of victories this week, that would change. But um, this week uh, we play on, Friday, on Thursday and Saturday, and then we play on Monday. So if we can get two of these three, uh, then we'd keep going. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But where it has been a very good season has been our core covenant work and the work that we've done with um, starting to lay the foundation of our culture and uh, becoming who we want to be as a team and as a program. And so I'm, I'm really excited about um, our season that we've had, but also I'm really excited about our future. And uh, because of the kinds of kids that we have, and as, as you've seen, the covenants that, that they came up with. I mean, we did. Coaches were part of it, but it was quite a few kids involved. And so our first one was discipline. Our second one was trust. And last week, we talked about team-first attitude. Today, we move to our final covenant, respect. And I'll admit, I have... Um, I've struggled with this word for most of my life. Not that I've struggled with respect or having respect. I've struggled with the word in terms of defining it. Um, and in terms of, um, yeah, defining it. And it to me, it's one of those classic, you know it when you see it or have it. Uh, and you also know it when it isn't there, when you don't have it or whoever doesn't have it. But it's always been a it's just kind of an elusive word for me. I've always I've also, as a teacher and a coach, but especially as a coach, um, also struggled with the argument that, gosh, I had this argument way back when I was early in my coaching career. Um, it started. And then I remember um, discussing it with a, just a good friend and fellow. He wasn't even a coach at the time at our school, but he had been a very successful wrestling coach in Wisconsin and Oklahoma, Bill West. He was our assistant principal in, here in Livingston back in the 90s and uh, had been a very successful coach, then left here, went to uh, Boise, Idaho, and had another successful wrestling coaching career. 
just a great guy, good friend um, through our years together. And uh, he and I having this discussion, this argument, uh, I don't know if argument would be the right word, but is it better to be liked or respected, you know, as a coach? And, uh, you know, and I, I come down on different sides on that concept uh, quite often. Um, and you're gonna you're gonna hear that come up in what I talk about today. So so let's get into this concept of respect. Um, you know, Webster's dictionary defines respect, and there's a variety of definitions because there's a variety of elements of the word respect. But it, for our for our discussion, a relation or reference to a particular thing or situation. Okay, so um, you know, having respect to some you know remarks, having respect to something else, something else. Well, okay, that's a little bit of it, but. It, much more of the an act of giving particular attention to something, giving it respect, giving it consideration. But the most important one, a high or special regard, esteem, the quality or the state of being esteemed, okay? Uh, re- expressions of high or special regard or deference. You know, that could be the paying your respects to somebody. But it's this idea of esteem. And how do you, how, what kind of regard to do you give to others? Okay. And even that, you see, even that is, gosh, it's not to me as concrete as it could be. Uh, and so then I, and just in, in researching this episode, um, and quite honestly, I, I, each of the other three core covenants, I already had documents about them. Because I've used them in team themes with my with my teams before. I've used them in core covenants before. And so it was easy to just come up with what I wanted to talk about because I already had it. And I already had quotes. Um, but for this one, I didn't. And my, um, my book, uh, Inspiration for the Graduate, my other book, Senior Salute, I didn't have res- a respect section in those. Uh, Bruce Brown's books, um, uh, Teaching Character Through Sport, and... 1,001 motivational messages, uh, quotes and messages. He, he didn't have respect. Of course, there's respect in all of the things that he wrote and all the things that I'm writing, but we didn't have specific sections on it. And so I had to do a little bit more internet research, just more research on what are other people saying about it, and I found some good things. Um, and one came from a paper called The Psychology of Respect uh, on the website from the International Organization for Migration. And they said, respect is an important component of personal self-identity and interpersonal relationships. It tends to be a self-reinforcing behavior. And treating someone with respect means showing regard for their abilities and worth, valuing their feelings and their views, even if you don't necessarily agree with them, accepting them on an equal basis and giving them the same consideration you would expect for yourself. I think those are great ways to look at the concept of respect very important that we do those things when we're dealing with others. We'll think about with a team, showing regard for others' abilities and worth, valuing their feelings and views, accepting them on an equal basis, giving them the same consideration you expect for yourself. That's exactly what we need in our teams. And then this International Organization for Migration um, talks about creating a culture of respect, and they talk about uh, Amy Cuddy, Harvard Business School professor Amy Cuddy. Boy, she had a great... uh, uh, TED Talk on, I believe her, it was on body language. Uh, that was what, the part of it. Gosh, it was so good. And she says, she describes two dimensions against which people tend to evaluate one another. She talks about warmth, 
Can I trust the person? And competence, can I respect this person? And think about that. She's talking about respect there from, do they know what they're doing? Remember when we did trust, we talked about competence as being being one of the keys to, to trust. Well, I would say warmth, where she's talking about, can I trust this person, would go to the second part, caring, and maybe even the third part, character. She says that while many people, especially in like the professional world, believe that competence is the more important factor, warmth or trustworthiness is in fact even more important. She says while competence is highly valued, it's equivalent, excuse me, it's evaluated only after trust is established. A warm, trustworthy person who is also who is also strong elicits admiration. So the concept of being warm and trustworthy is the first part, but when they're strong, then people will really respect them. And I, I assume she means strong in terms of their capabilities for performance. Um, but only after you've established trust does your strength become a gift rather than a threat. Okay, and so some people would consider, you know, the concept of uh, of that of a threat happening with you know, this kind of thing in terms of um, being strong, people being strong, eh, they could also be a threat. Okay. So anyway, so I just think that that's a really interesting way to put it. Uh, and I like that a lot. This uh, international organization of uh, um, for migration go- finishes or goes on to say in every relationship, there's a balance to be achieved. We want to earn the trust and goodwill of our colleagues and peers on one hand while also being assured and assertive enough to ensure that our opinions and our abilities are valued and taken seriously. In other words, we want to be both liked and respected. And so it goes back to that question that I said I'd, I'd you know, discussed with fellow coaches through the years, and the, you know, Bill West and I having one that I still remember many years ago. Uh, the concept that, you know, would you rather be liked or respected? And, well, we want to be both. And I think as coaches that that's important now it's important that we are respected first and foremost that's that's the most important but let's face it if our players like us okay it's easier to work with them and get them to buy into what we're doing and do the things that we're wanting them to do but if it's that they only like us cuz we're their buddy and we goof around with them and ha ha but they don't respect us for who we are in terms of we are the leader, we are their coach, we are at times the one who's going to hold them accountable, that's not going to work. And so the respect has to be there as the foundation. And then hopefully you build positive relationships with your kids so that they also like you. But respect, it has to start with that. Now, that leads me to a statement that I have heard for my most of my life. I've really heard it more in the last 20 years, 15, 20, maybe more than that years, but because I hear this all the time, all right? Um, and, and I don't like this statement. I don't agree with it. Respect is always earned, never given. We hear that all the time. Some of you are saying, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't agree, okay? I think that's a crock. The problem with that that idea is it doesn't allow people to learn about others First, from a standpoint of respect. It doesn't allow me to start from respect. Okay, I respect you. I don't know you yet, but I'm going to respect you 
until you give me reason not to. Because it's starting with a negative. I don't think you're worthy of my respect until you show me that you've earned it. I don't like that. And especially when I'm trying to build a team and I've got 12, 15, 18, 30, 50, 100, whatever size team you have, kids that I'm trying to bring together, if every one of them walks into that relationship with every other one of them, especially, obviously, the ones they don't know, you have to earn my respect. You're going to really struggle to build the kind of team you want. All right? I think in true cultures of respect, it works the other way around. I'll respect you until you show me that you don't deserve my respect. But even that, to me, has a negative vibe to it. And we should focus on just giving our respect to others, period. And then, only when they've done something egregious enough that it would warn us to lose respect for them, should we then not respect them. We'll be back after a quick break. The Coaching Conversation 2024. This podcast is 100% dedicated to leadership and leadership within the workplace coaching area. We work with companies throughout the world teaching leaders how to coach their employees. This podcast is dedicated to teaching specific strategies, frameworks, coaching models, and now artificial intelligence strategies to help leaders drive greater teamwork, collaboration, cooperation, greater attitudes, better motivation, coaching career development, just to name a few. I hope you'll check out our podcast. That's how I would look at that. Think about in the athletic world how important respect is in so many realms. Obviously, I've been talking first and foremost about our teams, okay? Working within our team setting and trying to create the best team possible. Well, I need my players to respect one another and respect their differences. They're going to all play differently. They're not all going to be superstar in my sport shooters, ball handlers, passers, defenders, whatever. They're not all going to be the best at those. And those who are the best at those have to respect the fact that the others aren't and understand and, and bring, come to them where they are and recognize, okay, this guy may not have the same skill level as I do, but he brings to the team something valuable in whatever way. We have to start by start there. But where else do we need respect? Well, they need to respect their coaches. They need to respect us and what we're trying to provide them and the training that we're providing. They have to respect the training. They have to respect the officials in games and understand officials are human. They're going to make calls. You just got to, you have to respect them. They have to respect their opponents. You'll hear this, uh, you know, respect everyone, fear nobody. Okay. Yes. Okay. But again, gosh, there's this kind of, we're just going to, there's almost a negative that I'm okay with that one as long as it's, dealt with in the right way. But the idea of respect everybody, respect your opponent, absolutely. Okay, and you can respect them and still show great sportsmanship to them. You should, that is part of respect. And so, um, respect the school, the building, respect the um, the game workers, respect the fans, respect the locker room, treat it like it would you would treat your own. Respect, you know, see what I mean? There's so many places where we need to teach our players the importance of respect. Respect the game. Treat the game itself with honor. 
don't do anything that would make people go, seriously? That's really how you're going to behave in this game? Respect the rules. Respect the spirit of the rules. Hey, coaches, in my sport, have you ever had a kid get fouled who wasn't a very good free throw shooter and it was in a pretty large group of players of bodies and the official came to the scorer's table and said the wrong number and the number of the person who was going to the free throw line was a better free throw shooter than the one who was fouled and did you not do anything about it I'll admit I didn't when I was a younger coach hey here's a chance to get a better free throw shooter at the line Scott what are you doing I knew better. What kind of character am I showing there? I knew better. I've told kids back when I was a young coach, hey, go go, go down there, go to the line. What was I thinking? What kind of a message, what kind of a lesson am I teaching my players? Hey, let's bend the rules. I did not respect the game at that point. I did not respect the profession of coaching at that point. I gave coaches a bad name when I did that. I don't do that anymore. If that happens, I, I let the official know, hey, you know what? That's not the right guy. Plus, my guy might go down there and make both free throws anyway. Boy, aren't I giving him a vote of confidence if I tell them, hey, that's the guy who should be there. Respect is a critical component of any team setting. And so I, I think that with it, the sky's the limit for our productivity. But without it, the team concept is going to fall apart. And we're just kind of left wandering in a desert of doubt, confusion, and discord. So I just think we have to do everything we can to create and foster a culture of respect. All right, I'm going to give you a few quotes um, before we wrap up today. Uh, and and I, I, again, I hadn't had a bunch of the... I mean, I've seen a couple of them, but I really hadn't... Um, had them in any of my uh, my documents before, my books before. So guess where these are going to be going at some point soon. The mm-hmm. uh, first one comes from Bruce Lee. Uh, Knowledge will give you power, but character, respect. So you have to know things, absolutely. And you can get power in this world from it. But it's your character that people are going to respect you for. Gosh, I love that, Bruce Lee. Jackie Robinson, we all know what he dealt with in his uh, baseball career and breaking the color barrier. I'm not concerned with your liking or disliking me. All I ask is that you respect me as a human being. And again, you know, go back to the whole like, like versus respect thing. Well, of course, he, all the way he was being treated and dealt with, he just, he needed to be respected. And uh, thank God for Jackie Robinson and all that he did. Now, a couple of these people, I'm not sure who they are. I, I didn't look them up. I'm sorry. But this is Henri Frederic Amiel. I like this. There is no respect for others without humility in one's self. You have to be humble yourself about if you're going to respect others. William J. H. Betker. That you may retain your self-respect. It is better to displease the people by doing what you know is right than to temporarily please them by doing what you know is wrong. Gosh, that's so good. And that's exactly what I was just talking about when I sent the wrong kid to the free throw line. What was I doing there? How could I respect myself after that, right? Well, that's kind of a minor one. In the Think about all the major things that you can do in this world where you will displease some people 
by doing the right thing. Coaches sitting out a player that should be sat out because of poor behavior, whatever it might be, than to temporarily please them by doing what you know is wrong. Yep, we deal with this all the time. Uh, Brandon Cox, respect people who trust you. It takes a lot for people to trust you, so treat their trust like precious porcelain. And that goes back to our second core covenant, trust. Respect people who trust you. If they're going to trust you, give them the respect that they deserve because it's not easy to trust all the time. Uh, Former President Barack Obama, we may not be able to stop evil in the world, but how we treat one another is entirely up to us. (laughs) That is so good. And that just gets at the heart of respect. And finally, Maya Angelou, the great poet, if we lose our love and self-respect and respect for each other, this is how we will finally die. Of course, you can take that as an individual, you know, losing our love, self-respect, and respect for each other. We will die inside. We just, we die as people. Not, not the physical dying, but dying as human beings, dying as fellow human beings. But gosh, take that out to the larger scope of society and who we are in our world, you know, and how we treat each other. That is just, that is just so good. We as a, as a nation, as a civilization will die if we lose our love, our self-respect and respect for each other. This is so good. And I am so glad that my boys chose uh, self, excuse me, chose respect as one of our core covenants because it forced me to do a little bit of research, to do a little bit of work, to do a little bit of um, digging, to find some ideas on it that I had not previously really ever done, and also to find some great quotes on it. So I am so glad that I got to do this one, even though I'll admit I was a little hesitant about, okay, where am I going to go with this? Because I had not had prior um, documents written up on it. But So that was great. So I hope you like this uh, this core covenants work that we did. And think about on your own teams, think about in your own life, think about with any organization that you're part of. If you have discipline, trust, a team first attitude and respect. Just imagine where you could go in this world and in your world, whatever it is that you're that you're trying to uh, to grow in and to become the best you're capable of becoming. Hope you like that. We'll move on to something new, something different next week on the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast, and I will talk to you then. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please do me a favor and leave a rating and a review and then subscribe to the podcast. Ratings and reviews and subscriptions are really helpful in getting more ears and more listeners getting a chance to hear podcasts. What we want to do is spread the messages of hope and inspiration from these great quotes to as many coaches, teachers, parents, and leaders of all types as possible. Also, check out our Slam Dunk Success site at slamdunksuccess.com and the Slam Dunk Success YouTube channel, where we have much more for you to help you on your road and your journey to success. I look forward to serving you again next time with another great quote for coaches. Coaches.